Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. You know, this is one of those shows that that you look to uh, all week and are excited about it. You see it on your schedule, it's on your calendar, and, and you just start looking forward to it. And this is one of those shows. My guest today is a star of the YouTube channel, Kent Rollins Cowboy Cooking, author of the hit cowboy uh, cookbook, A Taste of Cowboy, the real-life cowboy himself, Kent Rollins. And Kent captivates fans from Branson, Missouri, to the Big Apple with his maverick cooking, country humor, and wisdom. And their new heartfelt cookbook that he and his wife, Shannon, have penned together, it's called Faith, Family, and the Feast. It's already a number one bestseller on Amazon. It's available now. makes a great gift, so, so remember that. If you know about Kent and Shannon, Kent, uh, the food is lively, but the recipes are relaxed. Kent's inspirational sayings, his tales from the range, and cowboy poetry combined with his wife Shannon's beautiful photos and quotes from scripture capture faith, hope, and appreciation of life's blessings, and we need that as much today as we ever have, and I thank you, Kent, for joining us today. Oh, Lori, it is my pleasure, darling, and uh, we hope things are well in the big state of Washington and in Seattle. Well, we are trying, I, I tell you. We, we got hit pretty hard right out the gate, but uh, things are seem like that they're starting to calm down, and it's it's wonderful reminders like like what you of Shannon have done in this cookbook, Faith, Family, and Feast, that, that remind us how important just our everyday blessings are. That is right. We, uh, we've always been that way, and I was raised to know that there's there's always a silver lining to every cloud, no matter how dark it may seem at one time. There's blessings that come out of it. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, that quarantined and shut in and had to be away from things. But uh, hearts were open, and uh, they always were. And families got to come together and share food and share some laughter. Absolutely. And you had really great success with your first cookbook, A Taste of Cowboy. And that, if, if people don't know, it's listed as Amazon's top 100 cookbooks to own in a lifetime. And so that was big success for, for your first cookbook. And then to follow it up might be what some might think hard to do. But I, I, I think you even did better the second time around. Well, you know, when we put the first cookbook out, A Taste of Cowboy, it was more about the ranching lifestyle and how we cooked on ranches, you know, and uh, we got to thinking we, we want to do something that's got more garden fresh, more grilling recipes in there. Uh, and we sort of got the ideal from the title from really a bunch of our YouTube uh, fans and followers. We have a large faith-based, family-loving God-fearing, American-loving people. And uh, so I told Shan, I said, every day's a holiday and every meal's a banquet. And we have a we have a lot of faith and we have a good family and we do feast, even if it's just a bologna sandwich. <laughs> well, that's what I love about you and Shannon and, and, the, and the cookbook. 
you don't make any apologies about being American loving or being faith based and going back to family. And a lot of us grew up with that, especially in, I, I, I guess I really hate to say, especially with people in, in the South, but you know, my roots are in East Tennessee. Military brought us out here to the to the West Coast, um, but but I grew up with that, and and I thought everybody lived like that. But when I became more, I guess, uh, having more life experience, I I found out that not everybody did. Uh, have those types of uh, memories or foundation that that, that I had, had really taken for granted throughout my life, and um, I, I think that the, the busier we get with social media and 24-hour television and all of these things, it's it's really easy to get away from that. But but when times start getting hard, we start going back to those roots and we start thinking about those things. And that's what I really loved about the cookbook was it's just a great reminder that those things never went away. Maybe we went away, but those things were always there and they're still there today. That is so true. My mother always made us very mindful that uh, when you gathered around the table, it wasn't the legs that held it up. It was the family. And we blessed every meal. And, you know, foundations are laid uh, from when you're a small child and they may crack, they may get broken at times, but if you've got that faith to lean back on and know that what got you through the hard times is always there, you just have to realize it. And uh, we think that, you know, this, this cookbook fits every day, but it, it really has come into to a lot of hearts and minds of people going through this, that uh, there is hope, there is faith, and uh, hey, if you can bring family and food together, it's a recipe for happiness. Well, and that's really, you know, the the bottom line is that's that's uh, where the treasure really lies. Correct? I mean, you know, they always say you, you you can't take it with you. So, what you're doing day to day with the food and the family and the and the memories that you're making around the table, that's what lives on for generations. That is so true. And there's so many people that got so busy, Lori. Like you said, there was more people holding a phone at the table than there was a fork. Mhm mhm you're you're right, and that's one thing I think that the silver lining that's come out of this quarantine is more people have gone back to the table. There is more people um staying at home, they're more connected to each other. I've talked to more people cooking, more people are getting their cookbooks out, more people are cooking with their children uh they're usually I know a lot of people are having to homeschool their children right now and they're using cooking as, as a, as a tool uh, for education. And so they're, you know, dusting off the, the cookbooks and the family recipes and, and really going back to basics. And it, it never hurts to go back to basics. No, it doesn't. You know, you go back to where you feel that security of, uh, of love, but also of safety and uh, basics have always been there. Well, when you think about, cowboys and cowboy cooking you think about chili and beef jerky which is in the new cookbook uh faith family and the feast so you have the prize winning cowboy chili and the no uh the easy no uh, dehydrator beef jerky recipes for those who don't have a dehydrator you have that covered but then you also have recipes like pumpkin pie pancakes foolproof prime rib indian tacos and you've really tried to fill our bellies and our spirits at the same time 
Yeah, we uh, we tried to to reach out. Shan used to tell me you need to broaden your palate. Well, a palate to me was always something you stack feed on in the barn, and it took me a while to understand what she's trying to get me to do. But <laughs> there's so many great foods out there that blend together, and uh, we tried to to take things that sometimes you think might not fit, but really do go well together. And Shan created them pumpkin pie pancakes and. We did them on a ranch not long ago one morning for breakfast, and them cow- one of them old cowboys that come in there. And cowboys are all about tradition, and some of them don't like a lot of change. And he said, I believe them best pancakes I ever eat, young man. And I said, well, thank <laughs> you. I said, my wa- that's my wife's recipe. He said, but it reminded me of Thanksgiving. I said, they're pumpkin pie pancakes. I knew it. He said, I just knew that's what it was. And I said, yeah, that's that's what it is. And so it's it's something that you think, hey, does this really fit? But but it does, and they, and they work well together. Well, let's talk about Shannon for just a moment because she's out there with all these cowboys, and there's not a lot of women usually out there, but she has held her own. She came from a, really a, a cowboy town in, in Nevada, and so she has really – it's been a good fit for her, it seems like. Yes, uh, you know, I, I've had a lot of help at the wagon in the last 30-something years. Uh, but I told her one time, I said, you know, you're the only person I know that I could walk off from this, and it would probably run smoother than it did when I was here. Uh, I've seen her on ranches that are big as 300,000 acres, and we've been there five and a half weeks. There's no days off. There's no spa. There's no nothing. And the wind be blowing 50 miles an hour and dirt all over you. And uh I remember one time in New Mexico, I looked at her, and she had her back to the wind, and uh, tears was running down her face because I could tell because it was wiping the dirt away as the tears was falling. And I say, you ain't got to be in this, sugar. I said, go get in the pickup, turn the air conditioner on, go to headquarters, do whatever you need to do. And she looked at me, and she took her shirt, and she wiped them tears from her eyes, and she said, this is what we do, and we do it better than anybody else. Uh, She's tougher than boot leather. She's got such a great eye for pictures. Uh, you know, we're really proud of both books, but to me, Shan went uh, above and beyond on this last one with not only the food photography, but the scenery. We wanted people mm-hmm. to know that if, if you pick this cookbook up and you don't actually ever cook out of it, there's something in there for you, whether it be the pictures, the stories, the scripture, whatever it is, it's something that'll touch your heart. Absolutely. And that story that you told about her is is uh, one of the pages that comes up time and time again when I'm looking through this cookbook. It's been a reminder. Um, I've probably looked at this a, a hundred times since receiving the book, but there's a, a, a verse out of Luke that says, faith does not make things easy. It makes them possible. And I think that's a great yeah. reminder. When people think about faith, you know, faith doesn't make things easier. And my my papa used to tell me, he'd say, he'd say, Lori Lynn, life is great as long as you don't get weak. And I remembered that. He told me that when I was 13, and I never forgot it. And and that reminded me of him when I read that. It reminded me of what you were just saying about Shannon. you know, it wasn't easy. It's, it's it's not easy. It's not easy for all of us many many of the times. But there are ways to get through it, and we get through it. And and you know they they say, you know you you can't have a testimony without a test, and that's just kind of what what life is. And and you've talked about in uh, before your parents. Uh, coming through the Dust Bowl and living through that and how that really made uh, them tighter as, as 
a family unit, building their own family unit, um, those experiences that they went through as sacrifice uh, as, as young people and as young children. You know, the Dust Bowl, I, sure, I, I'm glad I didn't have to go through it, and, and my dad and them did. There were so many folks that, that endured that. And uh, we did a story not too long ago on YouTube about the dust of our fathers, which is in the cookbook. Uh, you know, it's it's sort of like what what they're fighting now. It's just a little different. Uh, you know, you can't see this coming like you could that black wall of dirt that come out of the sky. But that was truly the toughest generation of people, I think, that has ever been here. And uh, they taught me uh, from the things they learned, and that was, hey, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to have some grit in your teeth and uh, – but just remember where you come from and uh, count your blessings and you can make it. Absolutely. And you have still a lot of weather that you have to deal with out there on the range, uh, you and Shannon and the cowboys out there when you're cooking, because you're pulling your check wagon and you're making these meals rain, shine, tornadoes, um, dust, heat, cold. I mean, you're out there in it all. We we always told people, you know, you, you go somewhere and you cook something and you have a plan. Well, um, I've got plan A, B, and C. Well, when you're out of here cooking in Mother Nature's kitchen, you have plan from A to Z, and then you have to reach back and think, what am I going to do next? Uh, Mother Nature's always in control. Uh, I've never, never been out that there wasn't something that, you know, come along, whether it be a violent thunderstorm that come up usually at mealtime or you wake up in the middle of night and it's trying to blow camp away, you know, but it's, it's something that if them cowboys are working in it, I'm sure cooking it. You know, I've worked both sides of that fire from the Brandon fire to the cook fire. And I think that's why cowboys respected me so much, but Hey, uh, there's a great view out my kitchen window every day, no matter what the weather is. And I'm just glad to have it. For sure, and that's when you have that quiet time, and I think that you have probably a lot of time to reflect and 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 have some peace and and quiet time with with yourself and and your creator uh, during that time. So it's really a, a priceless opportunity that that you have and that you've tried to convey through through this new cookbook, Faith, Family, and the Feast. It is something we wanted to pass along to people that, you, you know, at the start of the book, we say, hey, have you ever seen one of them, them Norman Rockwell paintings where it sort of takes you back in time? Well, every day that we get up, we're on a ranch, or every time that I get to see a sun come up or go down, I never take those moments for granted. There's always a piece of beauty that God paints on a picture every day that I get to see, and uh, they still take my breath away from me. I'm still in amaze and awe of uh, the things that just happen every day that a lot of times you wouldn't get to see if you wasn't there. How long did it take you to write this new cookbook and what did you learn from your experience from the first cookbook that helped you with, with, with writing this, the second one? Well, the second, the first one we, uh, I mean, sure it's not easy, but the, the first one we, we had to cook a lot of stuff that, uh, and recook and recook, uh, and to get it all in the book like we wanted it. And I remember Rux Martin with Houghton Mifflin. She told me, you know, y'all do this your way. This is what this book is supposed to be. And uh, we had to fight a little harder for this book to let folks know that, hey, this is what we're going to do. Uh, you know, our YouTube people want it. There's so many people need it. And uh, But we had a stockpile of recipes. 
this time. So it was a little easier with the food we put in there because we cooked a lot of them uh, through our YouTube videos. But there's a lot of stuff we cooked on ranches experimenting with because cowboys are great experimental things to have with you because they're not going someplace else to eat. You've got them 70 miles from town, and you find out if a plate's clean and they come back for seconds, that that dish might make the cookbook. So this one was a, a little something that we had to sort of fight a little harder with to get published at first. But it's uh, some. I think when people actually seen what it was about, and it's more than just food, that it was something, hey, everybody was eager to get out there. Well, you can tell by the reaction to it that it, it filled a need that was out there. And a lot of times um, we know that there's a need out there, but it doesn't really get out to the mainstream. And I'm so happy to see that this this cookbook has been able to get out to the mainstream. Um, most of us who've grown up in churches, church always has a, a cookbook that they put out by, you know, the ladies in the church. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times you don't see that outside of there. And so to see Faith, Family, and the Feast come out to a Main Street audience, to be number one uh, bestseller on Amazon, uh, just speaks to how uh, hungry, so to speak, people were for something like this. Yeah, I think people uh, people were needing it in, one, you know, in a way that wasn't just food, you know, and that's exactly. something that we wanted to see. We we get so many cards and letters and emails uh, from our troops and servicemen and women that are overseas that uh, tell us, hey, what we did today might not have been pleasant, but when we turned on that computer and could watch one of your videos, it made us feel like we were home. And we wanted this cookbook to be the same way when people got it. Part of that title is them, and that is family, because we consider all of them family. Well, so many people do tune into your YouTube channel. You have well over 800,000 subscribers, um, let well, we've alone got all over the other a million. people. Over a million we've got now. Over a million. Yeah, we're a million, hundred, two hundred thousand, I think. Well, congratulations. That is no yeah, easy feat there. <laughs> That's wonderful, and I'm not surprised. So over a million subscribers now, and that's really great for us visual learners because uh, we can watch you in action, hear the stories, and, and watch you cook all at the same time. Yeah, we uh, we started a lot due to this quarantine, too. Uh, we used to do one video a week, and people would ask me sometimes, how many people on your crew? And I said, well, there's four. There's me and Shannon, two dogs, the Beagle and Duke. And uh, she shoots all our videos on the iPhone. Uh, we've had fancier cameras, but we've always had great luck with that. And some of the pictures in the cookbook were even took with an iPhone. But uh, we started putting out more content. We do a Wednesday and a Saturday now because we we know people need something that they can go to to watch that's entertaining and wholesome. And uh, we try to keep that going. Well, Shannon does a really great job. She has a, a, a really great eye. Did is, is she just self-taught with the uh, cameras? Yeah. You know, when I remember the first ranch I ever had her own was 300,000 acres, and we were there nearly six weeks, and uh, she probably took 3,000 pictures. And uh, I said, uh, I've never known you to be a photographer, and she said I never was. But she said, if I take enough of them, I'm going to get one of them right. Well, really, she just has that natural talent and an eye uh, to to not only shoot them great pictures, but capture a moment in a video too. She's she's very gifted. I am blessed to have her, and I 
I never take that for granted, and I tell her every day how much I love her. Well, I, I, I've never met her, but what I get through here, she really has a sensitive spirit. She, she has a sensitive soul, and that comes out in what she captures. So her heart is kind of leading the way, is, is the way that, that it comes across to me. So she's capturing really personal moments, um, moments of connection that, that, that connect off of the page, to the reader, and that is very unique for somebody to to have that. It it, it takes someone who is, um, you know, in, in touch with themselves, in touch with their spirit, uh, and in touch with with their fellow humanity to be able to pull that off. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's a gifted little thing. I tell her, um, I say, you know, you are tougher in boot leather, but you're prettier in a brand new penny. And for a long time, she didn't really know what I was talking about, but uh, she understands now. But she does, she conveys that happiness, uh, and, and her, her heart is felt in, in everything she does. She's got the ability to make people smile and laugh and, and feel good about themselves. And, um, you know, I've hooked up a lot of teams to a wagon lorry and drove down a lot of trails. Uh, and a good team is something that you cherish. And when she came along, I told her, I said, you, I don't mean this in a bad way. Don't take it wrong. But I said, you fit the harness well. And I <laughs> said, we make a great team. And uh, it's something that is just, I mean, we work together 365 days a year. And uh, we're, we're the happiest people in the world. Well, she's a keeper, as as they say. Oh, she and- is that. <laughs> and, and and you two do make a great team, and it's just really remarkable what you've been able to put into a book form. Um, you, you talk about grilling in the in the cookbook. You talk about um, cast iron and how to use iron skillets. I think a lot of people might be intimidated with with cast iron even today. I, I think it's not used as much as maybe when our parents and grandparents. Um, were, uh, were, were cooking in the home years ago. Um, so I, I think, you know, that some people are a little intimidated with it, but, but you try to make it not intimidating to us. Really cast, cast iron has been here forever. You know, it's been passed down from generation to generation. And, and to me, cast iron, the interest of it is, uh, and has, has really grown in the last three years. And there's a lot of people trying to get back to something that's healthier to cook with, that uh, withstands the test of time, and that is cast iron. And really, it's simple and easy. If you take care of it, it's going to take care of you. And that's just uh, just cleaning with good hot water and just always make sure that it's reseasoned every time you use it. And it's an investment that gives back to you every day. And and by seasoning, how how do you season um cast iron because we we hear that term a lot but what does that actually mean you know cast iron when it when it comes to you there's some uh, nearly all of it has got a pre-season coating on it anymore and uh, and i'm so glad that there are people uh making good quality cast iron in the united states uh like the old griswold and the wagners were so many years ago and that's their uh antiques and have gone by now but you can still find some of them pieces but it all seasons the same way and that's just with with good oil and um, I've become a real big fan of grapeseed and avocado oil to to use in cast iron because it has a high smoke point Uh, but the old iron that I've got Lori some of it being 50 60 years old 
uh, it gets seasoned with olive oil because it gets used every day. And the more you use it, the more you season it, the shinier that finish will be. And uh, you can slide an egg out every one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my my gra- my mother still cooks with her mother's cast iron skillet um, that she thinks was her mother's cast iron skillet. Yep. So that would have been circa probably 1900 in East Tennessee. It was probably a big investment for them at that time, but it reminds oh, yeah. that she always remembers it on her skillet. When, when, when my um, when my grandmother passed away, it was during 9-11 and we were in Tennessee and we were settling her estate and we were thinking we have to save this cast iron skillet. My mom really wanted to take it, but we weren't sure how we were going to get on the plane. And then we got a phone call and they said, planes are shut down, go rent a car and just drive to where you're going. And the first thing we put in the backseat of that car was that cast iron skillet. And when I was reading through your book, I I was talking to my mom about your book and I said, you know, it just brought up that memory that I had of us saving that cast iron skillet and us being able to carry that, you know, back yeah. in 2001 on 9-11 across country. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen, but my mom said that she felt really good. We weren't armed, but we were armed with a cast iron skillet. So it was going to serve multiple purposes <laughs> if we needed it. So, uh, so we, so we had true. a really good laugh um, when, when, when we were talking about that in your book. I really can't even convey how wonderful and warm this cookbook is. There is no doubt in my mind why your last cookbook is one of the top 100 um, cookbooks you have to own in, in a lifetime. And I really believe that this one should be there, too. It makes a great gift. Mother's Day, Father's Day, all kinds of uh, uh, celebrations are coming up and I think this needs to be in, in in every home and around every heart and Kent I really appreciate that you took the time to come on I know you're busy I know you guys are filming and I would just want to get people to go to your YouTube channel and go to your website and read your blog and follow you and Shannon and uh, and of course of course add the, the the cookbook it's something that not only like cast iron but cookbooks are handed down from generation to generation as well and faith family and the feast is one of those i think that's going to stand the test of time well i appreciate you lord just uh letting us be on it's always an honor to get to visit with you sweetheart and uh hey uh we're we're just doing what god has given us a gift to do and that's cook and make people feel better and uh so it's a win-win every day. Uh, my, I tip my hat to all the servicemen and women I always do that keep this country safe, but also the first responders and everybody that's keeping us stocked with groceries. And uh, we'll get through this because that's what we do. Uh, we are good, strong people, Americans are, and we are going to make it just fine. And I, I believe it when you say it, and um, I appreciate you taking the time to give us some uplifting words today to keep us moving forward so we don't get weak. Please tell Shannon that uh, that, that we said hi and we thought about her today. And uh, you, you have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to talk to you when you guys come out with, with your third cookbook. Well, we look forward to that too, ma'am. And like I say, you're welcome in our camp anytime. Well, thank you very much. Kent Faith, Family, and the Feast, Recipes to Feed Your Crew from the Grill, Garden, and Iron Skillet, available now. Already a bestseller. Get your copy. Get one for you. Get one for someone else. We'll be right back. 